Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Check out our new website for all your news, updates, and episodes at NASCARfieldfiller.com. We have one spot left in the field, so let's fill up the last row with our host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Week number five is now upon us. We are halfway done with the West Coast Swing. Usually, we have three racetracks that we go to, but instead, we downgraded to two because COVID is a pain in the ass. But now we go to Phoenix International Raceway, basically the Frankenstein racetrack of NASCAR today. I mean, the track has changed constantly. The names have changed constantly. There, Everything about this track is almost different every single time we come here. But it's a very unique track, and there's a good reason why they come to this racetrack two weeks in the year. So we got some very interesting picks to go over. If you are in week five right now and you haven't gotten a victory yet like I have myself, you are getting frustrated. It is time to get some good picks. It is time to throw all your money into the pot. And I think we can finally do it here this weekend at Phoenix International Raceway. So let's get into it. These are the best fantasy picks to go for in week number five. All right, we know the setup. You have six drivers that you can choose from. And out of those six drivers, only five will count towards your final points. The other one, you kind of take behind the house, show them a nice sunset, and put them out of their misery for the week. But besides that, you got to find five really good drivers to go with. And we look at all the past statistics here from Phoenix Raceway for the last three years. We feel like going too far back, the cars would be too much different. And we put five drivers as the top picks, five drivers as kind of the dark horses, maybe not as so popular as the other ones. And then there's some guys that we put in as a take a chance where you only want to put them as your sixth driver just in case someone else doesn't really perform that well. And maybe these guys can do something different from the others. So let's first start off with the top picks. And the first one is going to be actually the number 18 of Kyle Busch. Now, I know Kyle Busch has kind of been struggling here at the beginning of the season. There's no doubt about that. But Kyle Busch in this racetrack in particular does really, really good. In fact, he has a better average at this track than Kevin Harvick has in the last couple of years. Look at his last few finishes here. 11th, 3rd, 2nd, 1st, first, second. Literally, his only bad finish was the most recent race, and he wasn't even contending for the championship. That was mostly set up for the championship contenders for the most part. The other races, it was third or better the last five races. With an average point score of 49, he is definitely one of the top picks to put on your fantasy roster for this week. Next driver I want to talk about, let's just throw him in there right now. It's Kevin Harvick in the number four. You know, the king of Phoenix Raceway, um, even though he doesn't have the highest average in the last three years, he still does a damn good job at this racetrack. Now, I know some people are a little nervous, especially from the Las Vegas race, and also even the last race here. Um, again, he wasn't a contender for the championship, so it, that was really set up for all of those guys. But... You know, if you look away from these racetracks and these two particular races that I'm talking about, he has done so damn good at this track. Second, fifth, ninth, fifth, first. And most of those races, he led the most laps. So make no mistake, Kevin Harvick's a great option to put on your fantasy team. There's a reason why they call him the king of this racetrack, because he is king shit when it comes to Phoenix Raceway. 
Next up we have on here, we're including him again. It seems like he's always on our list. Number 22, Joey Logano. Joey Logano was very close to winning the championship at this racetrack last year. And there was a good reason. He is very, very good here. Won the spring race last year. Scores an average in the last three years, 41 fantasy points. That does include a DNF. So, I mean, we're looking at a few races beforehand. Kind of struggled a bit. But most recently, he's been doing really well. Now, in last race, he was the weakest Penske driver. So, uh, that, that does bring a little fear to you guys. And I, and I understand that. However, I think this is the last racetrack that we should honestly just not even focus on that and give him a chance. If after this race, he doesn't do anything and he finishes like 15th once again or worse, then we can move him in a different spot. But I think this is the last race that you want to give him a chance on uh, disregarding how he's finished the last few races. Because I really think he can come back at this racetrack, kind of like Brad Keselowski did last week, and score 50 plus points. It is doable here for that number 22 car. Next up, we have last week's winner, the number five of Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson is no longer a dark horse, in my opinion. He is now a top pick to go for, especially when it comes here to Phoenix, because his last few finishes have been phenomenal. In the last five races, his worst finish was an 18th. His second worst was a sixth place finish, scoring on average 37 fantasy points in the last three years. And you know what? There's no reason right now to see him drop off or to even think that because now he's with Rick Henrik Motorsports. We've seen how great he's done. He's probably been the second or, if not the best driver at the be- in the first five races. So Kyle Larson, I bet you, right on this momentum right now, I would definitely put him on your fantasy roster, maybe even over the other guys. If you're not too comfortable with how they've been doing at the beginning of the season, you can bet on Kyle Larson running really good in this racetrack. So number five car, definitely a top pick in this race. And let's include the last guy, the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. If it hasn't been Kyle Larson that's been the best driver this year so far, it's been the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. Now, Denny Hamlin hasn't really been the contender for a win, but he's been near the front a lot. And the same thing goes for him at Phoenix. He finished fourth in the most recent race. He has a victory here back in 2019, as well as a top five in the spring race of 2019 and also in 2018. He also has some pretty rough finishes. We're not going to lie. He did struggle in the championship race compared to the other drivers who were competing. He finished 20th in the spring race and he finished 13th in the fall race in 2018. So does that give you a little bit of fear? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but you know what? The way he's looked so far, I mean, it's really hard right now to keep him off your radar. Uh, I think saving him for a couple other races may not be a bad idea, but at the same time, we don't know if it's going to be similar to 2020, if he's just going to stay on top and keep kicking ass, or if he's going to be a situation where he falls off a little bit. I haven't really seen that near like the middle of the season, maybe towards the end of the season when it comes to Denny Hamlin. So I think right now it's best to put him on your fantasy roster with 36.5 average fantasy points. Definitely good top pick to go with. So those are the five, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, and Denny Hamlin. Now let's move on to the Dark Horses. All right, I got to finally include him. He's finally earned a spot on here, and that's the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney finally impressed us at Las Vegas, and I feel really bad because I even put him on the website as a no-go list because I didn't really trust him anymore. Just really, really struggling, and then he found his footing 
at Las Vegas. And now I think he can do it once again because he's really hit and miss when it comes to this racetrack, I've noticed. He's either finishing in the top 10 or he wrecks out. So maybe more of a fourth or fifth pick, maybe more than a third pick. But the reason why I'm keeping him high on the dark horse list is because when he stays out of trouble, he does a damn good job. So I'd say it'd be worth taking another risk on the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. He does really good at this racetrack. Maybe he's starting to find a little bit of momentum. Put him on your fantasy roster. He might just get you a top three or maybe even get you the victory. All right, all right, all right. I kept him off the list for very long, but he's still on the list. That's the number nine of Chase Elliott. Yes, he won the championship at this racetrack. Why in the hell did I put him as a dark horse? Because honestly, before the 2020 season, he had a rough stretch when it came to Phoenix. He, I mean, he got a DNF, a 14th, a 23rd. Yes, he also got that third place back in 2018, but gosh, what a bad stretch for him. Now that he's finally came back, definitely still a good pick to go for. I think the other drivers that I mentioned, though, may be more reliable because let's be honest, what has Chase Elliott been? Really good in the first half of the race and then something falls apart. So is he going to get you fantasy points? Yes, absolutely. But really, is Chase Elliott kind of suffering from a championship hangover? And if you don't know what a championship hangover is, that's when somebody wins the championship and then the next year does god-awful and has the worst luck ever. I wouldn't say that he's being god-awful, but man, he is having bad luck right now. I mean, just look at the last few races. Daytona Road Course gets into an incident, has to go all the way back and can never really recover. Go back to Las Vegas, really doing good in that race. Probably Kyle Larson's biggest competitor. Then he spins out in the middle of it. I mean, just bad luck right now. If everything goes together right, we could see him in victory lane once again here at Phoenix. But if you think he's still struggling a bit with that hangover, if you even believe in that, maybe it's best to save him for another race. But still, if you have Chase Elliott on your fantasy roster, that's still a very good pick to go for. And let's include his partner right now, the number 24 of William Byron. William Byron is having a great start to the season. They are ranking him as the third or fourth best driver so far at the beginning of this year. And there's no and there's no reason why not to believe that. I mean, he's been doing great right now, especially at mile and a half tracks. He's been phenomenal. And then at this racetrack, he hasn't done too bad either. Uh, last, last year, got top 10 in both races. Only scored about, on average, 28 points in those races. But still, really reliable fourth pick points right there and then the other races he still did good finished 17th and 24th it looks bad but his fan but he still scored stage points in those races so even though when he was kind of with that bad combination that really wasn't working too well for him and it's kind of weird to say bad combination because he had freaking Chuck announce up there on the pit box for him him with Rudy Fogel is still a really, really such a good mix that I'm really confident that they can even turn it up even more here at Phoenix. I think they can run up there with Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott and score a potentially another top three in this race. Is he still considered a dark horse? I'm going to keep him right here for now because this is such a big transition for him from where he was running back then to where he is so far this year. That I still think he's a dark horse. Definitely a good fourth pick to go with in this race. All right, next guy I'm going to include. I'm going to include all the Penske guys. Here he is, the number two of Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski is more of a dark horse in this race, and here's the only reason why is 
Most of the other races before the fall race or the championship race of last year, he's really finished 10th or worse. Did get a second place in 2018, but that's about it. So can he score fantasy points? Absolutely. His average is about 36 points in the last three years. Is he going to be near the top? Mm, You're saying yes, he can, but you also have a little taste of lemon in your mouth while you're saying it. (laughs) What I'm saying is he's probably going to be a really good person to put as maybe your third or fourth pick. Definitely not over the other guys as top picks. Still, Brad Keselowski and all Team Penske, they always do good here at Phoenix, so never count them out. You know what? I'm starting to have an epiphany here on this podcast because, you know what? I've been calling this section Dark Horses, but I'm looking at more of these guys. Do really any of these guys sound like Dark Horses? Most of them are past champions. You know what? I'm going to probably start calling this group now from here on out. You're going to hear it here first. This is probably going to be the pretty good category because the more I'm looking at this, I'm just like, shoot, none of these guys are really Dark Horses. And, you know, usually these guys that are in this category right here that we've seen in the last few races... They've been the guys who have been scoring more fantasy points compared to the top picks. So I think we're going to change this to the pretty good category and maybe take a chance will be more of dark horses. But anyways, back to the picks that I was going with. Number 19 of Martin Trucks Jr., 33 points on average here at this racetrack. Has gotten a victory here before. Last season wasn't really his best. Kind of struggled a bit here when it came to Phoenix Raceway. I think he can turn it around this year, but... Again, I'm seeing him more as a fifth or sixth pick guy more than a confident one because I see him probably getting top 10, but not a top five. That's where I sit with Martin Trex Jr. Still, if you want to use him, by all means, go ahead. But I think there's going to be better tracks in all honesty to include Martin Trex Jr. than it is here at Phoenix International Raceway. Now let's move on to now the new called Dark Horses. These are more of the fifth or sixth pick guys, so let's get into it. Okay, I want to include this one. He was going to be in the pretty good category, but he has been struggling a lot at the beginning of this year. But I have to include him on here. That is the number 10 of Eric Amarola. Eric Amarola may not have the flashy finishes like all these other drivers I've mentioned, but he does score a lot of points when it comes to this race. On average, in the last three years, scored 30 fancy points. Now, I consider that to be a pretty worthy person to put as a fifth or sixth pick. Are you a little nervous right now putting him in? Yes, because you know what? The last two races have been the same story. Been running around like the 14th, 15th spot, and then he hits the wall, and then he gets like a 28th or worst place finish. That's something that you're definitely going to be worried about. But you know what? This race is definitely looking a lot better on paper compared to the other racetracks. You know what? If you want to take a chance on him, by all means, go ahead. I might even take a chance on him because he does so good at this racetrack. And Stuart Haas Racing in general has really good race cars when it comes to here. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to include Eric Amarola on your fantasy team. Next one I'm going to include is Matt Benedetto. You know, Matt Benedetto in the first couple of weeks, I was just like, oh no, he's a bum right now. He's just sucking it up. But at Las Vegas, he kind of showed me what he could do. He still has it at tracks that he really does good at. And then last year, he did really good here too. Scored 32 and 31 points in fantasy for both of the 2020 races. Now, the other races weren't really too um, flashy for him. Yes, he got a 13th place finish when he was driving the number 95 car. Other than that, before that, really nothing great. Mostly finishes outside the top 20. But that was with smaller teams. 
I think with a little bit of momentum for the team right now, especially with Las Vegas that they ran fairly good on, and also being an alliance with Team Penske, who kicks ass at this racetrack, I'd say it'd be a good idea to include Matty Bandetto once again on your fantasy roster. Probably more as a six pick, just in case one of those other drivers do bad and he's not really performing. We kind of see the early 2021 of Matty Bandetto. However, it could be another race at Vegas where he does really good and he's going to be worthy of a spot. So Matty Bandetto, keep your eye on him. He might do really good in this race. Next one, let's talk about the number 41 of Cole Custer. Cole Custer has not made the list quite yet, and I think now it's time. And this one is a bit of a head-scratcher for some because his last finish here was 28th. There wasn't anything great about it. But if you look at the spring race, he did get a ninth place finish. And something that I noticed with Cole Custer was at Homestead, he was running near the front, near the end of the race. So I'm thinking we're not seeing, we're not going to see the Cole Custer that we saw at the end of the year that was struggling. We might be seeing the Cole Custer that can score a top 10 and can run pretty reliable in a race like he did back in the Xfinity races. Because if you look at his last few finishes in the Xfinity series, he has finished second, fourth, and eighth. Really good finishes. Now, I know what people are saying, but Vanilla Wafers, that's the Xfinity Series. Not all the good drivers race down there. Yes, I understand that, but that still doesn't mean that he's not good at this racetrack. I really feel like Stuart Haas Racing can turn things around here at at Phoenix. I'm staying with that. So, I'm going to include Cole Custer as well on the Dark Horse list. All right, next driver I want to include on here. Let's do the number 20 of Christopher Bell. I think Christopher Bell has really shown what he can do in that number 20 car. And we've seen the number 20 machine run really well when it comes to this racetrack. Now, granted, it was Matt Kenseth who was driving this car. But still, we've seen what Christopher Bell can do here at the beginning of the year. He already got the victory at the Daytona Road Course. He ran really good at Las Vegas. Didn't do too bad at Homestead. Now I'm looking at this race and I'm thinking, you know, shoot, I could see him get another top 10 here. Maybe even another better finish could be right there with William Byron. Now, the reason why he's more of a dark horse is because his last few finishes haven't really shown anything phenomenal. I mean, the Xfinity races, he finished 16th or worse in the last two. And then last year in that number 95 machine, he finished 17th and 24th. But before that, he won the race, and then also those races he DNF'd, he led the most laps in the Xfinity series. So we can see that he does have a little bit of talent coming at this racetrack, maybe even more than Cole Custer. The only reason why I wouldn't put him over Cole Custer is because we gotta see it to really believe it. Because, yes, we've seen him do really good here at the beginning, like I just said, but when you look at last year's stats, eh, It kind of makes you a little hesitant. So if you want to take a chance on him, by all means, go ahead. I think he can honestly get you a top 10 or a top 12 finish. Put him over any of the other guys I mentioned? Maybe not. If you still have an extra spot, that's where I would put Christopher Bell. Not in a, oh, I must have him on my list. So there's your dark horses slash take a chance, guys. That is Matt Benedetto, Cole Custer, Eric Amarola, and Christopher Bell. Now let's look at some drivers who probably aren't going to be the best ones to go with. 
Let's first start off with Eric Jones. Eric Jones in the number 43 card. Yes, he got a top 10 finish, which was really great to see. But you know what? Other than that, he really hasn't ran well here at Phoenix. I think one of his best finishes was maybe a top 14 finish. I've never seen him really near the front of this racetrack. And honestly, the number 43 team has gotten some okay finishes here, but nothing too flashy. I think it's best to keep Eric Jones off your fantasy roster for this week. Same thing with Chris Buescher. Chris Buescher has been a guy who's been starting to slowly improve. However, I don't really see it happening at this racetrack. More of a top 20 guy than I see him as a top 10 guy. I think there's going to be a lot better races for him as well. And Phoenix here, best to sit him out. Then lastly, let's include Austin Dillon in the number three. Richard Childers Racing is starting to make a lot of moves in the right direction. I'm starting to like to see what they're doing with Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick, especially at those mile and a half tracks. But honestly, when it comes to this track, I, yeah, I really don't see them running near the front. I, I have really not, not too much confidence in them. I think Austin Dillon's best finish has been like an 18th place. Maybe he got a top 10 three years ago. But other than that, it's been like 21st or worse for him. I'm not taking that chance on him. So best to keep him out for this weekend. And that will conclude our fancy picks here for Phoenix, guys. It's going to be a great race. I'm pretty, I'm looking forward to this one, especially how the racing's been at all the other racetracks. I'm hoping that Phoenix is just as good. And if not, great. We had the best season ever with a shit show finale. Let's, let, let's be optimistic, though. Let's hope that the race is going to be good. But let me know how you guys do in your fantasy picks. Again, if you guys are looking to join our fantasy league, it is called NASCAR Field Fillers on NASCARFantasy.com. Please join it. It's a lot of fun. I've been having so much fun competing against you guys. So if you want to add on again, that is the NASCAR Field Filler. And other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.